0: All right, let's go. I can't wait to hear our theme song. Welcome
1: back to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great again.
0: Except when it's
1: still not.
0: <laughs> I'm Ellie.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: Uh, what are we talking
1: about today, Ellie? Is this
0: on? Like, I don't even know how to do this anymore. Uh, is it your pace or mine? (laughs) Oh,
1: there it is. Sick burn. Uh, it's, uh, it's my pace, Ellie. Um, no, it's not. It's yours. It's always yours. I'm always following in your footsteps.
0: Not recently. Now I'm following (laughs) you. Well, let's I'm tell everybody, paper.
1: let's tell everybody the story, the long sorted affair as to why we abandoned them one week before Christmas.
0: Oh yeah. We
1: just walked away. Ah, dang. DNF. Yeah. <laughs> A big fat DNF on 2020.
0: <laughs> you know, that yeah just just on the podcast though I feel like we're making moves. It's just not moves in the podcast and running room, yeah yeah I mean, things are happening stuff is
1: stuff is shaking, people are shucking and jiving,
0: apparently, I mean, there are still people running, still people racing i'm just I'm here,
1: yeah, okay, so um, I will start by saying we did uh record two other episodes at the end of twenty twenty we tried, we gave it our best. Um, but if you listened to the last episode that came out, you might notice some, uh, some cracks in the armor. You might notice, you know, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, herkin at the aid station kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and those two episodes as, as we were, uh, you know, editing them and looking to the really, they were not fun. They were not fun. We did not like them. We weren't, uh, I particularly wasn't uh a good you know a happy guy sharing joy in the land, um, so we didn't put him out and th- and then life happened, and then we didn't put out any more. So that was kind of what you know we tried two more, and it was like,, bruh, we gotta go back and regroup. we gotta sit and have some ramen noodles and uh think mm-hmm. this thing think this thing through.
0: It's like one of those situations where you get to an aid station and you really want to drop, but your crew isn't going to let you drop. So they are just like, you can sit in that chair for as long as you want, but you're not going to drop. So that was kind of how it was. Chris was sitting in that chair and I was like, we're not dropping, but we can sit here for as long as we want.
1: Yeah. You had a, it was a real oil Creek situation. And then, and then I was like, Hey, I'm ready. Let's do a thing. I got I got regrouped, and then you started life.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of... We were sort of together in the um, I don't have time or energy to do this right now for a little while. Yeah, right. That's what
1: I mean. Like a long time of like... Uh,
0: yeah, and we were both like okay with it, actually. I mean, I didn't really feel any like... Uh, Oh, I should record this podcast or anything. It was, we both kind of were at this point where we were just needed to figure it out and see what we were, what we wanted to do going forward. And I think any episode that we would have put out during that time would have felt really forced and just not not what we wanted this to be. So do you want to tell people where you were? Or should I tell people where I was? How should we do this? How yeah. how did we used to podcast?
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so I'll just give the Mine is boring. Yours is far more exciting. So I want to get to that. Um, <laughs> so December 17th was the first COVID vaccines. And the you know time leading up to that was getting ready for those. And if you noticed, our last episode was out on December 18th. And I don't remember much of January or December, January, February. Then I started coming out in March. But basically, I just had a lot of work, a lot of work. And I was waking up, walking right down. I was doing the thing that everybody says they're never going to do when they work from home. I'm never going to just wake up, go to my computer and work until I go to bed. Well, that's kind of what I was doing. And it wasn't great and it wasn't fun, but I felt like I was doing good work. I felt like I was doing the needful, getting the hospital and everything ready for all of that stuff. But it was a ton of work. And so, yeah, I wasn't up for uh, more computer work and more like, and we were even lamenting like, oh, uh, you know, we should chat. What are we going to chat about? Well, work in COVID, uh, you know, and then um, then you got big, exciting news. And so that's what we've been really talking about, like in the back channel behind the scenes is how you've – uh rejiggered your stuff so tell us all about it Mm
0: -hmm. well we have to it's been very nice that you and i we're actually friends outside of this show this isn't just you know we're not paid for this hard to believe um uh and so we i it's been really nice to still be able to catch up with you chris and still you know shoot the shoot the crap even if we're not recording which is lovely um Basically, what happened was actually around that time, same time, end of of December, CTB, my job, closed for three weeks. And we closed just basically the students were gone and the students are a big part of our business. And then we wanted to clean everything, sort of restructure things and figure out how to bring everything we wanted back safely for the spring semester and do things better. Like We were doing really well, but we wanted to always improve. So we closed for three weeks, and during that time, I got really bored, but I read a lot, and I also started taking this online biology, anatomy, and physiology class just because I was bored, and then I really sort of just thought about going back to school and seeing what that would be like. Um, I missed learning in a structured way. I don't think I ever really stopped learning, but... um, And I kind of know what I want to do. And so I figured I sort of started about getting some like accreditations or some like certifications. But, you know, I really just felt like I should at least apply to go back to um, the undergraduate university that I just stopped going to back in 2014. So I applied to Brockport and I got in and... It seems very fast now that I'm talking about this because I really feel like I just went back, but I'm almost done with my first semester back uh, to Brockport. I'm studying kinesiology, which I'll explain what that is in a second, but um, I'm almost done with the semester, We have about four or five weeks left, and then I have one more year next year and I'll graduate next May, um, and that all happened in that time. And Chris and I sort of felt I didn't know what this was going to bring to my life. I didn't know how busy I was going to be because I also am still working mostly full time at CTB, 30 hours instead of 40. But I was doing that and I also am in school. So I didn't know how things were going to go. And I told Chris that I don't want to overcommit Before I know what I'm in for. And so I stopped doing stuff for the trails collective as well. If you'll notice, I don't host that YouTube show anymore. I haven't been as active on social media. I just really wanted to focus on the education that I was paying for. And it has been amazing. I have had a wonderful semester. I know that I made the right choice. I've made a lot of connections. My professors are great. I don't know any students and that's okay. Um, I've been doing it all online from home. Um, Brockport is in Rochester, New York, up near Chris. And um, I'm majoring and I'm finishing a kinesiology degree. So basically that means I'm majoring in sports and it's awesome. No, it's like exercise science, but with some of the philosophical stuff thrown in, but I say it's majoring in sports. Um, And it's just, it's really been wonderful. And I'm having a wonderful time and That's kind of the reason we put a halt on the podcast.
1: Right. And so now we're doing a podcast episode. And to be honest, who knows when we'll do another one. But we felt like we had the time and the energy and we wanted to um, share a little bit what's going on about what's going on with uh, the folks that wanted to know. And we're going to talk about some running and um, maybe we're going to do another one soon.
0: We don't have a podcast schedule right now, Um, but I think that taking off this time, letting myself get used to school again, sort of also taking myself out of all the media that I was consuming. Like I'm sort of, I need to focus more on what my schoolwork is. So I just didn't have the mental capacity to, learn, like, uh, be as active in the running community as I normally am, and I—I'll come back to it. But you know, you just got to take a little bit of a break, um, and also it's a little bit distracting to think about running all the time and think about those kind of things. So. Um, one now that I feel like I understand school again, and I understand what my life is going to be. I think that, and Chris has, people are getting vaccinated. Chris doesn't have to orchestrate the vaccination campaign anymore. Uh, We do, we are planning to continue the podcast, but we're just not exactly sure exactly when that's going to be. And that's okay.
1: Right. And um, so now that we've done all of that and we've, talked to you, now we're going to do an actual podcast episode and we're not going to talk to you, although we are, but we're going to talk to each other like we did in the good old days. Welcome to Hamstrings and Hearthstrings, where running is great.
0: Except when it's not. I'm Ellie
1: and I'm Chris. Is it your pace or mine today,
0: Ellie? Um, how about your pace to start, Chris?
1: All right, I'm running like a mofo. That's what I'm doing. Running. One of us
0: has to. Running,
1: running, running. Uh, I mean, you know, relatively. Uh sure. Um so I have been doing what every uh every good person should occasionally do and close their laptop and walk away from their work after they've done their day's worth of work and not try to uh, do all of the work because you can't. So I've been closing the computer, walking away and putting on some shorts and going running. So it's been pretty great. Pretty, I mean, am I, uh, you know, I got a calendar up here now. And like I look at my calendar and I see my little, I don't have any real big run streaks yet. But I see all the days. And so it's a year calendar all in a little small thing. And I got little run, 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 runs where I run. And I got little nothings where I don't run. And so I can just see there's a lot more runs in the last six weeks than there have been in a very long time. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of trails. And you know what? The other thing, remember I think I might have said this a while back. It might have been one of the last smart things I said but didn't do, which was, I'm just going to go out the door and even if it's only 30 minutes right out the door on the roads in my neighborhood, I'm just going to go do that. And uh, I've been doing some of that. So, you know, that's pretty great.
0: You want to know what the best part of that uh, update was? You said shorts and that means that (laughs) the weather is getting warmer.
1: That is true. I did. I didn't even think
0: about that. I said shorts. Yeah. Yes.
1: Even today in 51 degrees and rainy, I wore shorts.
0: Mm, I
1: didn't. Yeah. So uh, the other big thing is on any given day in the past moods that I've been in, I wouldn't have ran today. I would have been like, it's 530 and it's drizzly and raining and the cars are going to be spraying mist all over me and it's going to be totally gross. Nope. I just went, went, I did, I've done a lot lately um, that is reminiscent of back, back when in the before times. I've done a lot of things that remind me of the before times. So you're out of
0: hibernation.
1: Yeah. The only thing is my chair has gotten squeakier. So astute listeners, Mm. if you listen to all previous 33 episodes, you'll hear the chair slowly getting squeakier over time. Mm. Um, so uh, that's, the, that's the preamble to how much I surprisingly now have to talk about that I didn't realize I had a few minutes ago.
0: What's going on with you, Eleanor? Well, um, a couple, about a month ago now, I sprained my toe and, um, well, I, I did something on the top of my foot and I did go to the sports doctor and they basically told me that it's just going to be time. And it might take a while because there isn't much blood flow going to your foot. So for the past month, I was do. we had a really great, uh, I survived the winter. We actually got some really great training in and then it's like March hit and my foot got hit. And so it is still on the mend. So I have been on the elliptical or the bike for the past month. And, um, but I was kind of upset. Well, actually, no, I was never upset about this because I have been focusing on school and other things. And then I realized that the racing that I want to do or the running that I want to do this summer is actually more conducive to, having to do workouts and stuff on the bike and the elliptical. Like I can't, I mean, not I, the races that I kind of want to do aren't fast five and 10 and marathons. So, um, I think it's going to translate actually extremely well to when I can run. And so I'm just sort of enjoying it right now or trying to enjoy it, imagining myself outside while I'm on the bike. And you know what? I'm surviving and it's not, I do miss, I I, I do miss trail running. I'm envisioning it. I know it's coming, but I also am just being very content with what I can do and also the other parts of my life right now that just allow me to not focus on the fact that I cannot run, which is really nice.
1: Are you going to do like some sort of home gym, heptathlon, home gym Olympics? You're going to do like, no, you're going to no, do no, like no. the Nordic ski, the, the row, the, you know, uh, kettlebell lunges.
0: No, I've really just been on the bike and I actually wrote down a couple of, um, the workouts that my coach has like had me do, uh, My week's scheduled a little bit differently now. When running, usually we'll have two workouts in a long run or two workouts in a medium long run per week, which is about all that I can usually handle. And that's usually all that most people can handle or just one workout a week. Well, the bike and the elliptical, there's no impact. So Coach John has had so much fun just giving me workouts every day. And so, for example, this morning I did 32 by 45 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Another good one is a 16 by four minutes on, one minute off. Things like that. And, um, you know, I now I'm used to it and they break it up. It's kind of I'd rather do that than just like a steady ride. Um, So I know I'm getting fit. It's just you know I'm not running to get fit I'm biking and ellipticaling.
1: That is such a different that is such a different definite such a different way of looking at getting comfortable with being uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, uh, this Sunday I did a three hour indoor all the stuff is indoors so three hour indoor bike ride which um, I watched some of the Last Dance that Michael Jordan HBO or Netflix thing which was pretty good. But uh, also sprinkling in like some tempo stuff and some hill, quote unquote, hills in there. And it was really hard. And I wish that I was running. But right now, I mean, it's what I can do. And I know I'm getting fit. So it's just one of those, like, I got to wait it out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And when you run, it's going to feel probably terrible at first. Yeah. You know, terrible. You'll be like, I've done all that work and I, but it's gonna, you know. After that, it's going to be good. You're going to be like a, like a Pegasus, you know, rising or, I mean, a unicorn, a Phoenix, a Phoenix, not a Peg, not a A Pegasus or not a unicorn, a rhinoceros,
0: (laughs) a white rhino or endangered.
1: Yeah. Rising from the ashes.
0: But you know, in, in the time that I've been in school and then really kinesiology is like the sports major so we do a lot all of my classes like i'm are focused on physical exercise and sport and so i've just remembered how much i really like other sports that aren't running in addition to running and in the past month i uh i realized at the beginning of march that i don't have a hobby that isn't school or running or CTB and running, I wasn't really doing. And so I decided that I was going to watch the women's NCAA basketball tournament. And I did, and I got really into the WNBA too. And so now I'm like really into basketball again and it is the best thing. I was a baller throughout high school, like MVP in my school. Like, I mean, I loved basketball. And I stopped playing because I had a terrible coach and I was also burned out by the end of high school. And I just stopped playing, but I still shoot around every once in a while. Like I actually have a basketball in my car at all times. And, um, but I just was like, you know what? I kind of just need something mind numbing that isn't like just to follow right now and get invested in. And so I, uh, I now am pretty into the uh, NCAA women's in the WNBA, and it's pretty. It's pretty awesome.
1: <laughs> People that haven't met you don't know that you're six foot seven, right? They're...
0: I know. Well, cats <laughs> out of the bag. Right. I'm six foot seven. That's why it takes me two strides to finish a 50k. <laughs> that's
1: uh. That's why you're the first one to know when uh, there's a low tent at a aid station.
0: Yes, but um, do like learning about that and then just studying things related to different sports in school. It's really, it's very interesting. And it also has helped me think about actually practicing nutrition for races or something like that. Um, Because the classes that I'm taking right now are um, ethics of sport, women in sport, kinesiology, Uh, nutrition for exercise and sport, and then my honors thesis class. And so all these things are really great just for me personally. And then I get college credit for it.
1: Yeah. And I think the cool, you know, the, the other side of this is if you start thinking about things other than running, that may help, you know, the well-roundedness of this education you're getting, right? Because it's not just going to be moving forward and moving backwards. It'll be moving Mm -hmm. laterally and jumping and, you know, other things.
0: Yeah. um, Well, when I went back to school, I um, was talking with my advisor and she was just looking over my um, audit, my degree audit. And she was like, you have a three, you had a three, nine GPA. Were you in the honors college? And I was like, I think I'm, I think I was, uh, I don't think I am now. She's like, I can get you into the honors college. Would you like to do that? And I was like, what does that mean? And I forgot what that means. And she's like, it just means that you have to write an honors thesis and then you graduate with honors. It's You know? And so I was like, sure, sign me up. So now I'm in this honors thesis prep class for the one that I have to write next year. And You will never guess what I'm going to write my honors thesis on.
1: Um, Lisa, uh, the basketball playing woman.
0: No, I'm writing it on what what impact have the Nike 4% marathon shoes had on running culture since 2016. That's going to be be great. That's
1: actually going to be really good. And I'm really embarrassed that I forgot Lisa's name. You know, Leslie. Yeah. Lisa, that's why I was embarrassed. Cause I knew it was an L and I was like, it was stuck. Did
0: you know the WNBA only started in 1997?
1: I do know that because I'm an old man. So yes, I remember like, a time insane. when there, I remember a time when there was no WNBA.
0: I'm watching the last dance right now. And that happened. Like Michael Jordan was like in the NBA for like 10 years before the WNBA even started. Yes. And lots he's still of, alive.
1: Lots of people were in the NBA for a long time before there was a WNBA. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now the WNBA is like real good, so.
0: Yeah, and they're still not paid enough, but we won't go into that because that's what I talk about all day in my classes. Yeah. It's very interesting how, um, just how culturally relevant all of my classes are, you know, um, they're not shying away from women's equality and things like that. Like we talk about this kind of stuff, especially in my ethics class. We talk about gender. We talk about all this kind of thing. And it's very interesting because it doesn't just happen in the running culture, in the in running everybody. Like, it's it happens in every sport. And you'd think that, you know... It, especially watching the NCAA tournament where the women's game, the Baylor versus Yukon game had like the highest viewing, like the most people watched that game than watched any other game. Like it made more money for like the NCAA tournament, but the women are still like given like 3% of money. And that's just, we still got a long way to go, everybody. So keep burning your bras and we'll get there.
1: So I I have a non-relevant and completely um, tangential thing about uh, women burning bras, but um, that's fun. Oh, well, because it's okay. Go ahead. Well, no, it's a um, there's a podcast I like called "You're Wrong About," and this podcast actually revisits big media things from you know the past and how media misrepresented or distorted stories and what the real story is um and so the jury is really out on whether or not there was bra burning because oh you think, yeah i think that's yeah i think that's not true think about it bras were expensive why would you burn them just don't buy them right but anyways there was a there was a whole thing where they were gonna burn bras but they had a big garbage can but they didn't get a permit and because they're really uh rule abiding hippie lefties um They didn't burn their bras because they couldn't get a burn permit. So, but then Mm. somebody reported, you know, that they were going to burn their bras and somebody else reported they burned their bras. I saw it. And somebody told me they saw it. And you know how that all goes. Um, I
0: should just go and burn one of my bras right now. And then we could say they burn their bras.
1: Well, most of yours are probably all synthetic though. So you don't really want to burn those. You got to find a cotton one. going to be Mm. tough. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But so. also, in my especially in my women in sport class, I'm just exposed to the pioneers, you know, Babe Deirdrickson, Billie Jean King, Athia Gibson, just like these women that I have heard of maybe in passing, but now I'm I wrote them all down in a list like these women are the pioneers, like you thank these women every day of your life. And no, but it's just it's so interesting. And I'm just so glad that now I'm exposed to this kind of thing because. I have to be honest, I would not have searched it out. Like I, I know there are things that I can do to search out and, but I just wouldn't have thought of it. And so I'm glad that I know who these people are now.
1: So this bring, this brings up one of my general thoughts and something that I learned as I grew older. And when I went back to school for the second time, (sighs) education is wasted on the young, like, I mean, I went to school and I learned all sorts of really great things. I'm sure that um, they taught me and they told me they were all really big and important and I didn't really pay all that much attention. And then I left and I went out into the real world and I was like, ah, everything sucks. Why is it this way? And then I went back to school and they were like, everything sucks because of this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Wait a minute. Yeah, now I'm learning, you know, like as you age, right? Because again, Things like um, male brains don't finish farming until they're 27. So what the hell are they doing in college learning their life skills at 18? Like they're not going to stick. The brains are smooth. We need more ripples in our brains to hold the stuff. And um, I just think about when I learned that you could skip a year between high school and college. I was like, what wizardry is that? Who, how, what kind of loophole did these people find because if I if if I had known that I could have like, uh, there was a year in between where I could go and do a thing, like I don't know. To be honest, I probably wouldn't have, which is why I probably didn't know about it. But I love the idea of doing something like an AmeriCorps or something like that. Even just going and cutting trail <laughs> like for a year and learning about the world and then deciding that you're going to go and learn thing X because now you're doing it voluntarily instead of something that's more prescribed and wrote and saying you must go from here over to there. You made the choice to go back to school and because you're choosing it, I think is one of the reasons why all this stuff is so great because you were interested in the pioneers, but those pioneers were different. They were like based in your sport that you chose rather than based in your culture and representing your sport, you know, like it's a different view or perspective. So I think it's really great. I'm happy to hear you being all excited about all this stuff. Even if it is like right now because you're like learning and it's fresh, I still think that's really great because it's opening your eyes and hopefully it'll like carry you through this really difficult time because you're excited about it. Full-time student, moving to a new city, full-time job. We
0: didn't tell anybody that yet. We didn't let the cat out of the bag on that one. What's that? Moving to a new city? I didn't tell
1: anyone that. You just told people it's in Brockport.
0: Yeah, but I said I'm online at home. Fine. Anyway, keep going.
1: Whatever. Um, (laughs) Doing things in a different city sometimes? I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So anyways, yeah, I think it's really great that you're super excited about it all. And
0: I know, that- and I get to tell you about all this wisdom now, and oh, it's gonna—it's so good. The summer's going to be so nice, Chris.
1: Why, why is the summer going to be so nice, Ellie?
0: Well, everybody, uh, I have accepted uh, a research internship position at Brockport, in Brockport, for the summer. So, I'm moving at the end of May. I'm leaving Ithaca, I'm leaving CTB. And I'm coming to live near Chris because Brockport's near Rochester. Well,
1: further down the highway. I'm a I'm a safe distance away. I'm I'm a restraining orders. Uh, <laughs> I'm a restraining orders distance away, so I'm good.
0: But you can still smell when I'm cooking, and then you'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> Ellie, what are you making?" Can,
1: I, can I also smell when you'll be done running too. So there's that. Well, you actually, <laughs> will be right there. Yeah. So uh, that's exciting. I'm excited for you. I mean. And there's Mm -hmm. so many cool trails here for you to come and find. We're going to beat, we're going to beat the roadrunner out of you.
0: I know really seriously. I think that's probably the plan. Um, no, I'm excited just to do something new. My, so what I'm really doing for this research internship is I am being mentored by the sports psychologist at Brockport. So I'm, I'm, um, Completing a part of her research project for her. So what we're doing is developing diagnostic criteria for um, overuse injuries. We're developing psychological diagnostic criteria for overuse injuries because with the hopes that we'll develop a test that will be able to prevent them um, before they happen. Um, which is relevant because I'm on the bike right now. It's great. Um, And so that's what we're doing this summer. I mean, in further podcasts, I'll probably talk about it more and I can tell you more detail. But anyway, I got a research position as an intern for a sports psychologist and I'm very pumped and it's going to be in Brockport. And so hopefully that also means that being closer to friends in Brockport, like you, like Laura, you know, Bertrand, the Egan's, I would like to join you guys for your trail stuff. Cause I will actually, for the first time in my adult life, have weekends off and I've never had that before. So I might be a little shell shocked.
1: So one of the things about these things that you will either be prepared for or be uh, not happy about is we get up pretty early for the weekend things. So get up early. Yeah. Oh,
0: Oh, please. I used to get up at like 4 a.m. every day.
1: I know you used to. That's what I mean. And so now you're going to be like, I got weekends off. What am I doing? doing getting up at six. want to
0: spend it running. No, I love getting up early on the weekends. So I cannot wait. I like, I really want my foot to heal so that one, I can run with my teammates a couple times before I leave. But then also, so when I get up there, I'm like, all right, who's ready for run brunch? Ellie is let's go.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. I got, uh, I got vaccine number one on March 31st. So that's pretty excited. I got all, yes. I got, I became my my old manedness uh, became eligible on three thirty. So on three thirty, I scheduled an appointment and I got three thirty-one. Pretty sweet.
0: Yes. I am vaccinated as well. So uh are your kids vaccinated?
1: No, you uh sixteen uh and over.
0: So we can do brunch in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, But yeah, so I know it's not because I love Ithaca too. And it's beautiful here. And I have my people, I know exactly where everything is. But I think part of my, one of the things I struggle with is getting outside of my comfort zone in other ways, like obviously running and putting myself through pain is something that I enjoy. But I also am a creature of habit, a creature of comfort. And so I think moving to a new city, trying something new will be good for my personal growth as well. And I know Brockport's not Ithaca, but I can always go back to Ithaca if I want to. And who knows, maybe I'll really like Brockport. I liked it when I went here in 2013 to 14. It was fine.
1: Hey, you know, I mean, I like Ithaca and I go to Ithaca and I don't live there. So, you know, it can happen, you know. That's true. That's true. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be uh, much, much different. Uh, and, and, you know, um, one of the things that has sort of bolstered me a little bit is um, the the run groups are outside again now. So um, I have, over the past few weeks, gone to a Thursday run, which Thursday is normally the day where I'm like, the. You know, kind of like, I'll save it for the weekend and, you know. Uh, But if I look at my little calendar, I have uh, three consecutive Thursdays. I have three consecutive Saturdays. I have four consecutive Wednesdays if you don't count my vaccination day. You know, so things Mm -hmm. um, things are, you know, the run groups are fun because we are outside and we're just running. So we're not actually hanging out. But you get to wave at people you haven't seen in a long time. Which is yeah. pretty nice. you know, what
0: would be awesome for when I come to Rochester, a website dedicated to like just group runs. I, you know, I think this is a good idea, and anybody that makes something like that, I would be forever grateful. Doesn't, you know, I think we could ask the audience if they would appreciate that as well.
1: Do you want to talk about
0: this? Uh, why don't you know what? Well, why don't we wet everybody's palate for the next one?
1: Okay. Uh, so yeah. So yes, I am, I am working on a project and I think that, uh, it will be, um, out to some folks, uh, in the coming, uh, few weeks and hopefully, you know, I mean, okay, 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 okay. So.
0: Because if it's not ready, it's not ready. There's no, that's stupid.
1: I mean, well, it's not, not ready. It's ready, but only for folks that understand that it's not ready. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, then I think we should wait. But I have a newsletter that I've been writing every Saturday, which people can sign up for.
1: What are you writing in your newsletter, Ellie?
0: Just really, it's honestly about school and things like that. Like, is it yeah, like a school blog?
1: And r- is it like an old? So, like, I blog haven't updated newsletter?
0: my blog in a while. No, this is actually I'm trying something out. So, it's a newsletter that's an extension from Twitter. And so, a little while ago, Twitter said, Hey, we're introducing this new extension with a program called Review and a review review. I don't know. And um, so I just looked around and wrote my first newsletter. And now on Saturday mornings, I try to give myself the space to write a newsletter. that's just about whatever I'm thinking about running school. Sometimes I write about sports psychology and then I send it and it's a nice little like it's not work. It's a nice, it's something to start my Saturday nice while I'm sitting at the desk at the gym because I work on Saturday mornings at a gym. Um, before I start any of my schoolwork, it's nice to just write a little bit. And so um, I can send you the link to that and we can put that in the show notes if anybody is interested.
1: So um, I did a weird, weird thing uh, this week, right? I haven't been running all that much and since like December. And well, you know, I ran a little bit. I didn't run much in January. I got to tell you what, maybe a little bit in February, but everything's changed. My, my body has changed. My gait has changed. My attitude has changed. My feet have definitely changed. My speed, my weight, everything is all different. So I started at the ground zero. Remember we talked about like, what if I just took a, a running plan out of a magazine, right? Well, I didn't go that far because I'm not ready to do a running plan. I'm just running. But I did start at bare bones, no assumptions. Like I need to go buy a new pair of road shoes. I haven't bought a pair of road shoes in like three years. So I need to buy a pair of road shoes. I started basics and ended up with (laughs) Asics. I just made that up. (laughs) Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, But no, I went in, you know, I went into Medved and I was like, hey, Mort, I need to start at zero. I don't want to make any assumptions about what I used to do or what I'm going to do. I just need to know like what feels good right now. What do I need today? Because I, I do, I would pick up running for like two to three weeks and like things would hurt. And I'd be like, Oh, it just hurts. Cause like I'm all out of shape. Maybe it hurt. Cause I was using these three-year-old road shoes, you know? And I was just like, I want to start all over again. So I did, um, you know, and I, and now I'm running in a pair of shoes that I, I don't think I've ever run in a pair of Asics. Um, I used to play, uh, you know, like sports in a pair of Asics, you know. Um, yeah. But I've never actually had like legit running shoes. Even when I was like a big Dina Caster fanboy, I was still wearing Saucony Canvaras.
0: You mean were? I hope you still are. She is fire. But I mean, like
1: when I was like, you know.
0: Let your mind run is like top five of my favorite books. She's pretty good. She is. It's good. I like her quite a bit. Anyway, keep going. Asics, perfect. So
1: yeah, so I got a fancy pair of Asics. I took them out for their first run today. I, what did I do to them? I took them into the rainy Rochester springtime roads. So getting them ready, and it was great. They felt good, you know, like. And when I tried them on, uh, Medved has like a little circle track. It's like a 40th of a mile or something that you can run around in a circle, which is nice because most stores aren't big enough to even have that. But um, then I ran on the treadmill for like a half mile on them. Like I I just ran for a while, five minutes or so. And I was like, you know what? I feel good about that. Like, I feel good that I went for a five minute run on them and they didn't feel funky or weird. And I actually wasn't even thinking about them. I was thinking about how I'm trying to breathe in this COVID mask and running on a treadmill.
0: You got to get the silicone insert. Yeah.
1: So I was like, ugh, this is. (sighs) So anyways, it was good, though. Uh, So I got these new uh, ASICs. Pretty great.
0: Would uh, you get the Cumulus no, Nimbus no. 2000?
1: I got the, yeah, I got the uh, GT
0: 2000. Yep. Oh yeah. I'm
1: going, I'm going old school.
0: I have worn those once when I had like, I went to see a local, this is the only time I've ever gone to see this, to see the sports chiropractor. And he told me to get these shoes because it was another time when I messed up something in my foot and I couldn't walk, but I had to go to work. And he was like, get these shoes. They're like casts. You'll be able to walk. He was right. (laughs)
1: They do have, they do have a little bit more support than I'm used to
0: just for now though you'll just you just need to work through them i mean well that's it that's these are
1: not like you know this is not like i'm buying a pair of brooks beasts and you know three pairs of super feet and you know like having somebody hold my the addiction knee.
0: walker <laughs> yeah
1: like i'm not doing any of that i mean and for folks that actually need those because they have conditions like that's why those shoes are made
0: mm-hmm. but
1: they're not they're not made to be like a you know, transitional, you're just getting back into things, but no, I know that I got to do a bunch of ankle exercises and I know that I got to do a bunch of like calf races and you know, all that fun stuff. But at the same time I can like run and not, uh, feel sore in three places that I normally feel sore after a five mile run. So that was kind Good. of exciting, but yeah. I you know, I, I, it took a minute to go like, no assumptions. And and I when Mart started going to that and when he wasn't trying to sell me a pair of ultra escalantes, I got real sad. I was like, But I wanna buy a pair of Escalantes. <laughs> but no, I, I I stuck to mine and his guns and, and I got what, you know, we both knew that I should have got. So
0: I mean, I think that's, that's what I do every time I walk into that running store. Like, yeah, I like the Kinvara, and it's always worked for me, but every time I go in there, I just, you know, I, sh- I shoot the shit with Amelia and Zoe for like an hour. And then we're like, let's try on all the shoes. And so then I try everything on. And if I want to try something new, then I do. I don't think I, I'm not married to a shoe and I mean, Hey, whatever works for you. I'd rather run than not run and try to fit myself into a specific shoe.
1: I know I never did get Dina to sign my Canvars. Maybe, you know, maybe I can get her to sign my GT 2000s. Oh,
0: yeah. Yes. Goals. (laughs) We'll keep, we'll keep, keep everybody updated on that,
1: on that goal. I've told you how I got, I told you how I got to meet her, right?
0: Yes. I tell you that. Yeah. I tell everybody that.
1: It's my favorite story.
0: The like, am Chris. She had that time I met Dina. Yeah. It's like I'm the like, am Ellie. One time I shook Des's hand at the Olympic trials and I haven't washed it since.
1: Yeah. I got a high five from Meb, but it was pretty great. Oh yeah. Nice, mo- nice, During the most miserable marathon of my life, that man. Oh at the, yeah. At the halfway yes. mark. I didn't I didn't know that the, because at that time it was thirteen miles and I was feeling all right. It went downhill from there, so that was pretty much the best. So
0: he gave you like the like d energy high five. <laughs> he probably took your energy. Nope, he gave me. That's that. how he
1: wins. He just takes everybody's energy. He gave me the celebrate now because it's all over
0: with, <laughs> and that's all right.
1: No, uh, that was uh, that was that was all on me, not on him. He had nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's getting late, Ellie. Getting, I know, getting, but you know what we need down. to do
0: because it's been four months and I haven't eaten in four months until today because <laughs> I'm saving it. It's time for my and everybody's favorite segment. The food segment. Do 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 do, do 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 you want to go first or do you want me to go?
1: You should see you should see the excitement on Ellie's face right now. Mm. Um so my uh, excitement of the food segment is when you live down the road in Brockport. I am super excited for like batch cooking
0: Sundays. Like I'm turning Chris into a hobo. Everybody, I'm it's gonna, gonna be, be great.
1: No, I'm gonna be so excited to like. I, I think that's gonna be great. Like we can actually, you know, do little cooking things and make recipes, and then do big batches of stuff and try all fun new things. It's gonna be great. I kind of am like real, I don't know. You may not share the excitement that I share about it because I got a lot of excitement about And let me tell you that much.
0: I, I share that excitement. It'll be great because you know what? I have to feed my, I'm going to have to feed myself. I can't eat lunch at CTV anymore. Yeah. And you know, I am going to feed myself. I can't wait for the bread. The crisp mm-hmm. bread, the crisp yeah. bagels.
1: I'm very excited because I was so. Fr- that was another thing I was trying to bake over the winter during while I was all just angry. Time. Yes, I know. And it was, I couldn't get my house like warm enough to get anything to rise. Like uh, it's a mm. it's a fool's game to try to bake in the north. You put the dough
0: down your pants. Well. <laughs> 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 <Huh>. mm. <laughs> 'Cause that's what I do.
1: <laughs> All right. And we're back. <laughs> Are we though? Uh so that's my food uh segment. I've been eating like hot garbage over the winter, but I'm getting better. Um I did another I did some other way. I'm not ready to go into other
0: things I've done lately regarding food.
1: I think let's talk about your excitement for the food segment.
0: Okay. So Um, primarily I've eaten a lot of rice and beans and eggs, which is great. Favorite thing, hands down. But recently I decided to make a batch of superhero muffins from the run fast eat So cookbook fan favorite, but I didn't have some of the ingredients like the add-ins. I had the basic ingredients so instead of like the apples and you know, the walnuts and stuff you're supposed to add, I went for a good old bag of M and M's.
1: What?
0: Yeah. And, um, 10 out of 10, it was a good idea. I know you weren't expecting it, but it was really good.
1: That's probably, I the don't most, think I'm... that's the most unexpected thing out of the whole night. I mean, so they
0: are it's... superhero M M&M and M muffins. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Huh. And, um, they were, and actually they were the peanut butter filled M&Ms that I sale, I, that I got at the after Christmas sale for a dollar a bag. And I realized I didn't have any of the other stuff, but I had these M&Ms. And then when I put them in there, you know, they got the peanut butter on the inside. So it's like a little, you know, a little ball of goodness and it worked. I don't think I'm going to do it again, just because I will probably have other ingredients, but it was, it was a great great use so I'm, extra superhero
1: i'm really surprised but i mean you know it's in your uh repertoire to use what you have on hand mm-hmm. but also odd that one of the things you had on hand was m&ms
0: well after christmas they i went to tops because tops never stops and um also
1: tops never mops
0: look at the floors. Um, but they had their whole Christmas rack reduced by like 90%. So I got three bags of peanut butter filled M&Ms for a dollar a bag. And I couldn't pass that up. I just, you know, I was, I heard my mom in my head, like, that's a deal. And I was like, I know, Connie, I know. So I got them. And so they are in my freezer. I still, I still have one bag left, but, um, because I forget about them periodically. But when I was making these muffins, I was like, oh, dang, I don't have any of the good stuff, but I have M&Ms. So that worked. So that was a win. And then um, I also, oh, and today I made, just for the podcast, because I knew, I made sweet potato au gratin. Is that how you say it?
1: Sure. I'm not German. Yes.
0: From my favorite cookbook, the vegan stoner cookbook. And basically it was supposed to be regular potatoes, but I had sweet potatoes. So that's what I went for. And then you make the sauce is made with white beans and tahini and thyme, and you mash it. And then you layer that and it was very good. Yeah. And then you bake it. It was very, very good. Um, and then for dinner, I had that. And then I uh, made some eggs and I put the eggs on top
1: <laughs> like because goes,
0: just to, yeah. everything gets better with some eggs.
1: So I, I was, I was telling you in there, in our, in our pre-show, uh, that I was at Wegmans earlier today, buying the stuff to because it is going to be wet and dreary for the entire week this week, I am making a, uh, lentil stew. So it's going to be a stew, but with all the veggies, but it's also going to have, um, lentils and, uh, pearled barley in it. So I'm very excited. Ooh, I love yes. some pearled barley. Let me tell you what.
0: So, uh, Laura Howard, uh, has been helping me to make a list of soup that I, cause I, I feel like when I move my dinner will still probably be rice and eggs, but I feel like I, I need to, I'm going to go for like soup and bread. Cause when I'm, when you're going to make me bread, so, um, and soup. And so Laura's been helping me compile this list, but I also found this other one from one of my favorite websites It's called budget bites and they have this vegetarian chili cornbread skillet so you don't have to have a cast iron skillet but it's like chili on the bottom then you cook cornbread on top and I was just like "Ooh, that's the ticket so that'll be that'll be like number I I should make that first here before I move because I don't know the kitchen situation when I move practice but yes 10 out of 10 so yeah and then just uh, still trying to like fill up on C T B food before I leave because I mean the reason I work there is the free food. So Well,
1: here's the thing. They're gonna need an outlet for all that soon to be expired salmon. You you should just give them a forwarding <sighs> address because nobody else is gonna eat it all. It's gonna I know. To.
0: I know. What are they gonna you do? You know, we've there? actually been doing good with waste lately, which is nice. I don't have as much. Okay. Which is nice because like I don't I don't I do not like waste. So right. but that, yeah. it'll be good for me to cook all of my food and um live like a regular person.
1: <laughs> it's about damn time, you know. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good for you. I'm super excited. And uh you know, we'll see what um what the what the future holds. I know tomorrow Uh, There's a group run. So I'll be going.
0: Let's see what my workout tomorrow is, audience. Jeez, I don't
1: want to see your workout. I
0: don't know if I want to see it either. Okay, John Clemens. What day is tomorrow? Tuesday. Five minute warm up, four sets of five by three minutes hard, 30 second easy recovery, two minute between the sets, five minute cool down, plus planks, plus weights. All right.
1: Well, you got that, th- you got that 30 seconds recovery in there. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: It's like a nap time. What is, so usually what I do is I multiply everything. So five times three minutes is 15 times four. That's 60 minutes of work, John. What the,
1: what are you going to do with those other 25 <sighs> seconds though, during your recovery time?
0: I don't know. Have a snack. <laughs> Have a milk. Watch the game. I don't yeah, know.
1: I mean, put uh, drop some drop some layups or something.
0: Yeah, um, some threes. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, are you a baller? You want it? Can we uh, shoot hoops? I am almost the exact opposite of a baller. All right. Well, um, to be continued. The balling situation. <laughs> 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 You're going to kick me out of your house when I come in, I know. Do your kids ball? I'll play with your kids. Sure. I
1: mean, they have a basketball.
0: That's step one. All right. (laughs) All right. I think Um, we're done here. So we're not really that, uh, uh, active on the socials. So you don't need to, you can follow us or not. I don't know. I mean, we can't tell nobody, nothing. If they
1: found this, yeah. if they found this, they know where to find us.
0: Stay tuned for more. Cause soon they're going to be in person
1: or not.